Hey guys, welcome back to the Venture Mentality Podcast. It's your host, Jacob O'Connor here. Um, So what I want to do for today's Wednesday episode is I want to change it up a little bit. Um, Two weekends ago, I held a free online health webinar with four fantastic panelists, Matt Lombardi, Nick Updike, Cody Durkovic, and Eric Hinman. Uh, They went through, told us all of their creative workouts. Um, They're all doing remarkable things in respect to the fitness industry. And so they came on and they answered a bunch of questions and it was just super valuable information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the webinar, I'm going to upload it, I'm going to edit it, and I'm going to tag it on to the end of this audio right here so you guys can actually listen to the webinar. I'll split it into two pieces. It was about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes long. So I'll split it up into two pieces. This will be health webinar part one for this Wednesday. And then next Wednesday will be health webinar part two. But it's just a lot of great information that they shared and I don't want you guys to miss out on. So I'm going to upload it and you guys will be able to listen to that now. Um, Before I do that, though, I want to let you guys know that this Saturday, May 9th, at 7 p.m. Central Time, I'm holding a free business webinar. It's going to be with another four amazing panelists. Um, It's going to be with Sean Whalen, Aaron Wagner, um, Jordan DeSico, as well as Jeff Fenster. These guys have so much experience. They're best-selling authors. They're Forbes instructors. They run multi-million dollar companies. Um, It's going to be an amazing event. You can sign up for free at my website, www.venturementality.com. So I just wanted to let you guys know that that's going to be happening. You guys can tune into that. But without further ado, let's get right into the health webinar. So I'm Jacob. I'm the host. I'm Jacob O'Connor. I run the Venture Mentality brand. And going to my left, we have Nick Updike. Below him, we have Cody Durakovic. To his right, we have Eric Henman. And below him, Matt Lombardi. So I'm going to let all of you guys go through and give a short little introduction of yourself, what you do, what your background is, kind of why you're qualified to be here right now. But let's start with you, Nick. All right, cool. So my name is Nick Updike. I'm a 22-year-old senior at the University of Florida. So if anyone has any questions related to living a healthy lifestyle in college or anything like that, feel free to ask me. Um, I've been a certified personal trainer now for the past three years and have recently been transitioning more into peak performance coaching, working on optimizing your daily life through mind, body, and spirit um, integration. I'm the founder of a company called Real Driven. It's a lifestyle brand, community, and resource. And it's all about helping people ages 18 to 25 and providing them the resources they need to live their best life, mind, body, and spirit, um, personally, professionally, all those good things. And I also have a podcast called Living Real Driven. That's about inspiring people to take massive action towards the life they want to live and you know, providing them the tools and knowledge to do so. So that's a quick little intro for me. Where can we find you online? Um, my Instagram handle is Nick underscore Updike and the resource is real underscore driven. So Sweet. Simple. All right, Cody, what about you? Buddy, uh, my name is Cody Durakovic, uh, 28 years old, uh, a Tampa native, um, you know, played sports majority of my life, uh, played division one college football at the University of South Florida. Uh, had a pretty serious back injury, ended up with, uh, you know, two back procedures being done back in 2012 and 2013. Um, kind of, uh, you know, fell off my grind, uh, so to say. Um, I fell into a state of depression, you know, felt anxious all the time, uh, let my health and my fitness go. And that, after a little bit, catapulted me into the health, wellness and fitness industry, um, you know, trying to redirect and, and, you know, find myself again. 
Um, I now own two NutriShop uh, wellness centers where, you know, I am a certified sports nutritionist, uh, certified personal trainer, uh, and also a supplement expert. Um, you know, I now take a, a lot of pride in helping others find, you know, light in life. Uh, my degree in college was in the criminal justice system. I studied psychology uh, and then minored in business, um, which, you know, both help me now with uh, you know, being able to connect with others on a very deep level and, and understand the way that the conscious mind and subconscious mind work um, and how those things correlate with nutrition, health, and wellness. Um, I've had my businesses now since 2014, uh, also international fitness coach where I coach people all over the world. And um, I, I own a business, uh, a co-owner of a business uh, in the CBD space uh, and do a little bit of Amazon automation uh, as well. Um, you know, I'll get into a little bit more, uh, later on and I want to give some of these other guys, uh, that are, uh, that have invested their time with us today, a chance to speak up and uh, thanks for having me. You can find me on Instagram at Cody underscore Dura or, um, you know, just Cody Durakovic on Facebook. Awesome. Thank you, Cody. Eric, what about yourself? What's up guys? My name is Eric Hinman. I'm the old man on the panel. I'm 39 years old. Uh, I, I started out as an entrepreneur right out of college. I started an insurance brokerage, um, which I still own, and then a software company, um, which I sold my shares in in 2014. And since then, I've been reinvesting in different passion projects. I co-own a couple restaurants. Um, I opened a gym in upstate New York and then various consumer brands. And about uh, 10 or 11 years ago, I got into triathlon triathlon led to Ironman racing. I've completed five full Ironmans, qualifying for the world championships in Kona twice. And along the way, developed a following on social media. And the last uh, three to four years of my life have been all about content creation for different consumer brands that I work with. One of them being a panelist here, Matt at uh, Beam. Uh, I live in Denver. I've been calling this for home base for about three years now. And just outside exploring almost all day, every day. Grateful to be here. You can find me on Instagram. My name, Eric Hinman. Awesome, Eric. Last but not least, Matt Lombardi. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm Matt Lombardi. I'm 32 um, and grew up in the Boston area. Grew up playing hockey my whole life and was fortunate to realize one of my childhood dreams, go play hockey at Boston College. Um, had a great four years there. Was fortunate to play uh, in the minors a little bit and play professionally for a few years. And then my second year got cut a little bit short. I had a really bad concussion. Decided to think about life after hockey after that, after I missed about half of a season. And that was, uh, you know, when you grow up doing one thing your whole life, it was a pretty big adjustment for me at the time. And, um, you know, tried kind of bounced, did a few other, I guess I'd say entrepreneurial things, um, but started a company called Beam about a year and a half ago. Um, Beam is a CBD wellness company and it's been a, a crazy wild journey, both because of the, the industry that we're in and also just the, the ride that it's been so far. We've been lucky. It's really, it's, it's been something that's just grown beyond uh, my co-founder, Kevin and I, just both of our wildest dreams, what we thought would happen just in the first year or two years. Um, Eric was actually the first partner that we had when we launched the brand. Um, we've become very good close friends with him. Um, and even just in the last, uh, probably last year and a half as well, started doing CrossFit, ran a Boston marathon. Uh, it's funny. I think, you know, I'm in the, I'm the most fit I've ever been at 32 than I was as a division one or professional athlete, uh, which has been pretty interesting to me. Um, 
And so just through beam and through wellness and working out and everything, you know, I feel like I've finally hit a good groove in my life and had a pretty happy, healthy hole with both work and, and just my wellness. And you can find me Matt uh, Lombardi 24 on Instagram. Glad to hear it, Matt. So I want to now talk about how the situation with the coronavirus, all the gyms are shut down. Um, it's probably changed how you guys work out a little bit. I know a lot of people are struggling with this, but I don't want them to think that means that they shouldn't be working out. So I was hoping you guys could chime in and share some of the creative workouts that you've started to adapt and started to use. Um, I want to start with Nick because I know that I've been seeing you do some interesting things, whether it's with different bars or pull-ups on a roof or whatever it is. But Nick, what have you been doing? <laughs> um, so... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been fortunate enough to run a boot camp in the past. So I have a lot of equipment, like very diverse things, but my roommates and I actually built kind of, it's almost like a jungle gym, man. In the backyard, we have ropes that are attached to a stake. We have two big cement blocks with a metal pole, like beam in between them that we're using for rows, curls, um, deadlifts, like pretty much everything. And we keep adding weight as much as we need. Um, like I said, pulls from the roof, but I'm, like I said, I have equipment, man. So I've been trying to get creative and I've been doing a lot, a lot of calisthenics recently. Um, like I was telling Eric earlier, I started a whole handstand challenge. Um, as soon as everyone started getting quarantined and I've been working on just my, my body strength and things like that. But I mean, I'm not going to give a, a full workout right now, but there's so many different ways you can use household equipment. Even if you just look at my last Instagram post that you were referring to, I listed like 20 different things that you can use for, you know, to supplement your workouts. Sweet. Cody, what have you been doing? Um, so for many years now, I've consistently uh, carried around a bag of resistance bands. It's always in my vehicle. Um, and it's, I'm super glad I invested in, uh, you know, this little kit. Uh, a while ago, because now it's, it's you know, those things are kind of scarce. It's hard to get a hold of them. But uh, a lot of uh, resistance uh, with, you know, bands and manual resistance. That me and a partner, uh, I have a guy who lives with me uh, who's also into health, wellness, and fitness. Um, we'll just grab a T-shirt. You know, I'll have him apply resistance while I do curls, uh, while I do tricep extensions. Um, I'll have him uh, essentially, you know, lean on me while I lay on the ground and do kind of like a chest press with him you know, really applying pressure. And it's a way that I train uh, one of my best friends who doesn't have any legs and one arm. I, I use manual resistance on him, which means I'm just applying resistance uh, in a certain manner during a certain movement that allows him to contract muscle. And one thing I just want to emphasize is for anybody out there, you know, that is trying to stay on track, it's just burn calories during this time. Uh, you know, your body expends a certain amount of energy per day. Uh, and your body needs a certain amount of energy uh, expended per day to be in a deficit or a surplus, uh, depending on what your goals are. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to it, just keep the body moving. And, uh, you know, I think uh, that really needs to be done not only for the body, but for the mind as well. Uh, and, you know, for how they work synergistically together, you can't let one go or the other one may fade away a little bit as well. Absolutely. And we're definitely going to get into that later because I know that a couple of people had questions about how the mind was connected to the body and whatnot in terms of mental health and physical health. But um, Eric, what creative workouts you've been doing? Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I'm going to echo exactly what, uh, what those guys said that if there's a will, there's a way. And there's so many things you can do with just your body weight. So 
since January 1st of this year, I've been doing 100 air squats and 100 push-ups every single day as my warm-up. And I'm encouraging other people to, you know, do that, break it up however you want throughout the day. I mean, those are two exercises that you can do absolutely anywhere. Um, I always keep running in my regimen specifically for times like this um, so that I know mentally, like, I don't have access to a gym. I'm traveling. Um, you know, I can always get outside and run. So I've just been continuing to run through all of this. And, you know, we're super fortunate here in Colorado that we have lots of open space. Um, but yeah, I mean, just look around your house for any heavy objects. If you want to lift something heavy, there's plenty of things that you can lift up. I remember I saw Matt snatching his, uh, his, uh, your living room table. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can use, you can use gallon water jugs to do overhead, you know, squats. Um, but I always resort to like complex exercises. So handstand push-ups, push-ups, shoulder taps, handstand walks, uh, squats, jump squats, jumping alternating lunges, you know, all of these things, they're going to work your entire body. They're going to get your heart rate up. And, um, you know, like Cody said, I mean, you know, think of this time period, if you don't have access to any of the typical things you would have access to is just like a maintenance period. And, I've switched back and forth enough between endurance and strength to know that like you don't lose everything. Um, once you've hit a certain point, uh, you can get back to it with like a five or six week focused block. So I know a lot of people are probably freaking out if they don't have access to heavy weights, they're going to lose other strength. But you know, once the gyms reopen, you're going to be able to get back in there. And I guarantee you within five or six weeks, you're going to be right back uh, maybe even higher than where you left off sweet matt let's hear about these table snatches yeah um early early on in the quarantine i didn't have anything in my apartment i was hunkered down in boston all i had was a jump rope um and so i was just trying to get creative so i think like everybody said there's plenty i'm sure you can find to use put you know books in a suitcase fill up a backpack with something use water jugs i used a coffee table um Whereas I feel like, you know, I was doing a lot of bodyweight squats and stuff like that. And I just wasn't feeling, so I, you know, I started doing some single leg squats with a coffee table and, um, it was about 70 or 80 pounds. So it was a pretty, pretty thick piece of wood. Um, but since then I've, um, I've had some stuff stored in one of my sister's basements. I have dumbbells now in my apartment and I always just say like, maybe when people ask me how I'm doing, I just say, just trying to make the most of it. Um, so I just look around what I have now. I have dumbbells and jump rope and Eric and I did a live workout together last week and, um, you can make a pretty, pretty brutal workout with very, very little. And then mm -hmm. taking the time too to do a lot more running than I normally have been doing, um, which it's great. Cause like, I think I, I really believe what Eric said too is, um, you know, once you build a base in something, you really don't lose it. Like the, running the Boston marathon a couple of years ago now, that was the first long distance thing that I've ever done in hockey. You really don't train long distance. And uh, I really haven't done a lot of running since then, but I've maintained that base that I got from all that training without running a lot. Um, and even today I dug out, uh, touched a barbell for the first time today and, um, felt pretty good on it. I haven't touched, touched a heavier weight in about two months now. Um, so again, I think it's just really just be creative. And I, I think more too, it's just your mindset. If you want to find, um, things to do for workout, you can figure it out. Or if you want to find excuses to not work out because you don't have access to stuff, it's pretty easy to, uh, lean into those excuses as well. So like everybody said, there's, there's plenty that you can do. And there's also, it's such an opportunity just again, like handstand walks and handstand pushups are things that, you know, I've been trying to work on a lot and it gives you a perfect, it's a perfect time to work on stuff. Maybe that you're not so good at. Definitely. And, you know, I want to add on to Matt and Eric. I 
have been seeing you guys do a lot of burpees. And that was something that prior to this quarantine, I have not been doing much of. Um, I just would like to reaffirm how much those suck. And I would like to thank you, but at the same time, um, curse you for adding those back into my life. Hmm. Yeah, that is one of the best exercises to get your heart rate up fast. I always tell people, yeah. try getting 20 in a minute, rest a minute, repeat that six times. You'll get all the anaerobic conditioning you need for the day. Definitely. Yeah. So now with the questions I'm going to be asking, you guys can just chime in whenever. Um, it doesn't have to be any structured order. It can just be a conversation. Take it wherever you want. But one of the first questions that I had is, how often should I be doing cardio a week if, I, if I'm also doing strength training and my goal is to get more toned? Uh, I'll answer it first. So the best way to get toned is either doing a lot of aerobic training, meaning, um, you know, biking, running, swimming at an aerobic heart rate, but you have to do quite a bit of volume. Uh, and by aerobic, I mean around a 130 to 140 heart rate. That's your fat burning zone. Um, if you want to get more bang for your buck, I would say lift heavy three days a week and do three to four days. And it could, could be even the same day after you lift heavy, <clears throat> something highly anaerobic like those burpees where like within a minute to 90 seconds, you're spiking your heart rate, um, recover long enough so that you can replenish your glycogen and spike your heart rate again and do that like six to 10 times. So that's the best way to get lean is like building muscle mass by lifting heavy, doing complex exercises, squats, deadlifts, presses, um, and then like highly, highly anaerobic activities, unless you have lots of time and then like aerobic stuff is certainly going to burn body fat, but yeah, for bang for your buck, anaerobic stuff, heavy weights. Yeah. I would just add through my, through my personal experience, I found CrossFit like workouts have been where I've gotten the leanest and most fit. Um, mm -hmm. It's somewhat, I would say it's always been somewhat similar to all the hockey training that I've done, but um, CrossFit's been something I really have gotten into the last year and a half. And, um, you know, just doing other like fitness classes or just, you know, some workouts on my own. When you, when you mimic kind of what Eric was saying, that, that high intensity, um, that's where I personally have, have noticed the most benefits in terms of just also, I would say, like looking lean and feeling lean. Anyone else have anything to add to that? But yeah, um, when it comes down to, you know, cardiovascular activity and how often you should be doing it, obviously it's super relative to your goal. Um, I like to say for even people, you know, who may be in a, a gaining phase or, you know, quote unquote bulking phase that it's still important to do cardio uh, vascular activity in those phases where you're, you're eating more and uh, trying to put weight on simply because, uh, you know, your cardiovascular system plays a big role in digestion, right? So trying to, you know, keep your, your cardio up and, you know, staying active in that manner, uh, can improve the way that your body uh, absorbs protein, increases muscle protein synthesis, um, you know, and then also improve the digestion of the fats and the carbs that you're eating, uh, obviously for the health benefits, as far as like your long heart health, brain function, even, um, and, you know, keeping circulation up on a daily basis, um, is, is awesome. It's great for us. Right. And, uh, as far as how often you should be doing it again, super relative to your goal. Uh, I tell my clients who are in a bulking or gaining phase at least twice a week, do something moderate, you know, whether it's the Stairmaster walking at a fast place on, uh, an incline on a treadmill, going for a nice walk with your girlfriend or boyfriend, um, you know, in the park, um, you know, 
paddle boarding, rowing, uh, cycling, uh, or maybe any other physical activity that you like. My uh, biggest thing with my clients is I'm not too strict on what they choose to do because I want to provide uh, options. So I tell them, I don't care. Find something that you love uh, that's considered cardio and just do it. And, um, you know, for my people who are cutting, they're doing at least five days a week. I think they pretty much covered it for that. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm a big hit cardio guy. I'm not a long distance runner kind of guy. So I like to do like two to three hit, and then maybe one uh, more aerobic. Yeah, I got you. Cardio is definitely the most efficient way to burn. Oh, yeah. A short amount of yeah, time. those burpees, man. Just knock them out. Right. <laughs> Six rounds. You'll be feeling it. Or Tabata. Anything. Yeah, Tabata. Look up, just type in the word Tabata exercise, or, you know, you can do a Tabata row, a Tabata run, a Tabata jump rope, where you're, you know, you're mm – -hmm as many rounds as you can until, um, you know, you hit a certain calorie goal or rep goal uh, that, you know, you have for that cardio session. Um, really good way to, uh, you know, get that in really quick. Definitely. And we have our first uh, question coming in now from one of the audience members. Uh, it comes from Evan. He says, Eric, have you noticed an increase in strength doing 100 push-ups per day? Or do you consider this to be resistance or cardiovascular training? Uh, it's definitely more strength training. I, I have definitely noticed, yeah, because it's been almost four months now, um, I have more muscle in my chest than I ever have before. I, don't, I can't say that I've seen a tremendous increase in strength from doing it, but bench press is something that I very rarely do, and that's probably where I would have seen the most, the most strength gain. Um, I train CrossFit most mornings and, you know, that's more Olympic lifting like snatch, clean and jerk. And, you know, a lot of those are honestly, they're more technique and timing based because I've been doing them for so long. So the pushups aren't going to help tremendously with it. Um, that was more just to show that like, these are things you can do every single day. You know, you can do it in your office. You, you can't use the excuse of saying, I don't have time to exercise. And I just wanted to do it every single day and show people that like do this every single day so you can at least get some movement in. So honestly, it was more for other people than, than for myself doing it. Sweet. Good to know, Eric. So now we have another question that says, when should you weigh yourself to get the most accurate reading? Anyone can chime in on this. Uh, first thing in the morning. Or uh, tell my clients, whatever time you want, as long as it's the same time every time you weigh in. Um, obviously, fasted, you know, waking up, nothing in your body, no water, no food, tend to be the most accurate. Um, you know, but if you are somebody who sleeps in or if you're just, just going to forget every morning, maybe every night before bed, you know, once your full day of eating is uh, accomplished, your workouts are done and things like that. 